Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m.-ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m.-ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at Don Bradley Hair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond, correspond, like it's like writing a letter old fashioned, you can actually chat with me there and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. If you've ever dealt with clients pushing back against your policies, your price increase, your schedule change, this is the live for you. Oh my goodness. Welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Lewis is here with me and I'm so glad that you're joining in. If you are listening to this on the podcast, welcome. Go ahead and jump on over to Instagram weekday mornings between 8 and 8.30 to come join us live because this is the place to be. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Barbara Starr. Hi, by Hi, Gina. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead and put your name and where you're tuning in from in the chat because I want to connect with you live this morning. We're going to talk about client pushback, how to deal with it, how to overcome it, and how to actually navigate through it and actually create it so you can avoid it. So if you're into this topic, give me a hell's yes in the comments because before we start, I want to tell you about this story. When I was first going out on my own in my own business in 2010, I had no idea how to navigate customer service. I remember being so proud. Hi, Sarah from Denver. I remember being like, I'm going to do my business my own way and it's going to be so much better. Hi, Sybil. So much better than how my previous salon did it. I'm going to have like the best customer service. And can I tell you that I have a, a quote on Instagram that I posted and it always goes crazy because I said, your lack of boundaries is not a form of excellent customer service. <laughs> I know, but I thought I was giving the best customer service. I was going above and beyond. And then all of a sudden when I had to do a price increase, I didn't know how to deal with clients pushing back. Hi, Sheena from Edmonton. And so I crumbled anytime a client, even if they weren't actually upset, but I suspected they were upset, I would retract and backtrack. How many of you guys can relate to that? It's like, oh, they kind of had this look on their face, like maybe they're not happy with it or maybe they're not super pleased with it or maybe they're going to say something. And the potential, the risk assessment in the moment that I went through of being like, are they going to get upset? Are they going to say something that I don't know how to defend myself? If I don't know how to defend myself, then they're clearly not going to believe that I'm worth it. And if they don't believe that I'm worth it, then how's anyone going to believe that I'm worth it? So then I probably, they're just probably confirming my worst fear about myself. So I'm just going to play small and avoid any sort of possible friction or interaction, right? You don't even let, you hate dealing with client pushback or potential conflict so much that even the hint or glimmer of the possibility of it, you run away at. Am I hitting it on the head? Because that's what I did. I'd tell a client, oh, you know, hi, Lauren from Utah. Client would be like, hey, can you book me in on this time at th this day at this time? And I'd look and I'd have no available, like it was my day off. And I'd be like, oh, you know what? And I could start to see them be like, oh. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll get you in. The thought of disappointing someone, the thought of someone being upset at me and the thought of being like ruining someone's day. I had such little self-worth and self-value that what I like 
got confidence and self-worth from was making people's day to the point where I would ruin my own. I'm in the midst of a price increase and have struggled with confidence in doing so, but it's happening. Yes, I love that. So as we dive into this, and I want to get into this story more of this time when I had to deal with client pushback and how I handled it because I want to help you guys out. But before we do, I want to cultivate a safe, judgment-free zone together. Hi, Penny from Omaha, Nebraska. And so if you guys can be with me in this and create a judgment-free zone where we can show real, raw, honest, and vulnerable together, can you just put a yes in the comments? And you're not only showing yes to the other people in this room right now, but you're saying yes to you and that mean inner voice that tells you you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, you would never be able to. Because I'm on a mission to get every hairstylist, beauty professional, and one-to-one -one service person out there earning six figures stress-free. And if you're with me on this mission, give me your favorite emoji in the comments. Because we are in an industry where we do, we, we work so close with people. We're in a relational business. We're dealing with people's emotions, their self-image. And we should be making good money doing it. I really believe that each and every single one of us can be earning over six figures and we can be treated and respected like the professionals that we have been educated to be. And how that starts is us linking arm in arm together and red rovering the shit out of the industry together, meaning we link up and we create community, connection, com compassion, rather than cattiness and competitiveness. I love all these emojis. So since you guys have all shown that this is a safe space, Love it. Love it. You're on the mission with me. How many RYBers are in the house right now? Just put RYB if you're in Rock Your Business already. And maybe if you're like, I don't know what Rock Your Business is, you can put I don't know in the comments. Or if you're a future RYBer, if you know that Rock Your Business is something you're going to do in the future, Rock Your Business is my program. It's your stress-free guide to earning six figures. It teaches you and sets you up for things even more in depth than what I share on these lives to help you create that life business and bank account you've always dreamed of. Because here's the thing, you not only deserve to be stressing less and making more money, but you deserve to be making good money guilt-free. Yes, RYB, baby. I love it. I love it. Okay. So dealing with client pushback, it's a sticky situation. And honestly, here's the thing. I want to do some free coaching this morning. If there's any of you guys that have a situation with a client right now that you're like, I don't know how to navigate this or one that you had recently. And you're like, I wish I could know and have had dealt with this better. Go ahead and pop a question in the question box down here or those of you guys that are watching on Facebook, go ahead and put the question in there and I'll help you. And if anyone wants to go live with me and chat it out, I'm happy to do that. These, this is my jam. So client pushback. I've had enough situations where clients have pushed back. Here's the thing about our emotions. I want you guys to think about the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a situation of a client pushing back. We all have one situation, the first time that a client pushed back. And now the first thing that comes to my mind immediately is a story of getting really excited to tell a client about how I was going to LA, the small country, small town Canadian gal going to LA to take a class at 901 Salon. I was so excited to share and I thought my client would be excited because most of my clients are always really excited to hear where I was going, who I was learning from and what I was gonna bring back to the salon. But I was so excited to share this with a client. And she said, must be nice to make so much money that you can take all these nice vacations. And I was so offended at the time. Now, 2023 Don would react very differently. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. I would react very, very differently. But at the time, 2010 Don didn't know how to react. And I remember kind of being like, gobsmacked and like, wait, what? I'm just telling you about how I'm paying to take myself to another city to learn better techniques, to better your appointment here. 
And her response was, must be nice to be able to go on that vacation. I was kind of shocked. It wasn't even pushed back to something that was changing in my business. It was almost pushed back to my advanced education. And I kind of was like, uh, ha, 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 and kind of walked away. And I don't know how many of you guys can relate to this, is you have those situations where someone challenges something or someone says something that you weren't expecting, and you're kind of taken aback and you're shocked. And, oh, Walt's making an, a, an appearance, so those of you guys can see on Facebook. You're kind of taken back and you don't know what to do in the moment and you kind of just retract. And then as you retract, it's like later on as you walk away from the scenario that you're like, wait a minute, that was weird. I don't know how to deal with that. Or must be nice to be making that kind of money. Or, oh, damn, I don't even make that much per hour. How many of you guys have heard that? I don't even make that much per hour. I've had people say that and I want to, I kind of go like, what? And like, in the beginning, in 2010, when this first started happening to me, when people would say like, oh, must be nice to make, like, I don't even charge that much per hour. I'm going like, yeah, but like, I'm a small business and I pay for all my overhead. And like, you work in a big corporate company where there's like, lot, like, it's a very different business structure. And like, I know, I don't, I wanted to be like, am I supposed to justify this? Like, I don't really know. It's kind of confusing. When someone pushes back against something and you're like, wait, what? I don't even know. Like, do I get defensive? And the knee-jerk reaction is to get defensive, to be like, well, just so you know. And I've in the past gone into this hyper-defensive mode. Well, just so you know, like, I've got prices too. I've got bills too. And I need to do this. And I need to do this. And really, when we get defensive, it comes across as very insecure. And generally, when we get defensive, it's because we're feeling insecure, right? We try to prove that we have all the qualifications when really we don't need to prove it. How many of you guys are guilty of becoming overly defensive? Be like, wait, I need to show you and prove to you. And so there's one thing I want you guys to know is when dealing with client pushback, instead of getting defensive, become educational. Offer them education. Hey, I understand. I hear what you're saying. Would you like to know more about why my prices are this way? Or would you like to hear why my schedule is changing? Hey, would you like to understand my new price structure? How does that feel for you guys? Give them the opportunity rather than jumping to I got to prove to them because nobody wants to hear some defensive reaction. Right. Hi, Kelly. Ask them if you can educate them. And sometimes people will say no and they don't want to hear it. I recently I'm so guilty of this is so funny. So someone misinterpreted something I said on the Internet. Go figure. This happens all the time to everybody. Someone misinterpreted something that I said on the Internet and then went in, went on and to quote them, throw threw some shade at me. And it really bothered me because I that's not I actually agreed with her point and it wasn't my intention. And I got really defensive because I was feeling really insecure. I felt someone was giving me pushback on something that I didn't believe was warranted because I actually agreed with her point, but she misunderstood my point. And so I've gotten so embarrassed, you guys, because this is like pretty recent. I went into her DMs and wanted to prove to her that she had it wrong, but she didn't want to hear that she had it wrong. Hi from England, Laura. And it was really, really hard for me because I wanted to be like, no, we're on the same side. We're on the same team. Like, don't you get it? I think you're misunderstanding. But the more you try to convince something, somebody of something that they don't want to be convinced or they don't want to know, the more you actually end up looking worse. And so I want you guys to ask yourself, how can I stop trying to defend my business in a defensive manner? Right. If you're always if you think of just even like a basketball game or a football game or some sort of game where there's office and their defense. If you're constantly on the defense, you're never making goals. You're never scoring. You're just protecting. 
Anybody of you guys play basketball or watch football or hockey? If you're constantly playing defense, it means you're constantly in protection mode. You're never going out and scoring. Get out of the defense, get onto the offense. And I'm not meaning be aggressive, but get out of having to defend your goal and start go out and making what's better trying to protect your goal all the time so that no one scores a goal but you never score a goal because you're just standing around your goal net the whole time okay make sure you don't get I don't want to make sure the other team gets a goal but you never go and score you have to get out of being defensive all the time and protecting and proving and just go show people you are worth it go show people you know how to play the game stop protecting your net and go out there and make more goals light bulb burgundy says if you're always on the defense you're never out you're never really playing the game you're just protecting is this hitting home with you guys hi amy hi Brittany. and so if you're always worried about how clients might push back how clients might react how clients might say you're going to constantly be defending you're not going to be going out and playing the game, which means you're not going to be making more sales. You're not going to be making more money because you're going to be too scared of what they might say, how they might react. And I get it. It's real. It's a legit fear. Hi, Sarah. It's a legit fear. And so what I want to ask you guys, and I want you to participate with me this morning, is what do you think is going to help you? Because here's the thing. I can say things to you over and over and over again, and I can tell you what to do, but until you feel the confidence, until you feel like you're going to do it yourself, it's never going to happen. And these are things that I share inside of Rock Your Business. And this is how we push the community on our weekly coaching calls that we have is what is going to, and I want you guys to come up with an answer for yourself. What is going to help you get out of defense and proving to people that you're worth it and into the offense of showing people you're worth it? And I want you to answer that question right now for yourself, if you can. And I know it's kind of a deeper one. And this is maybe one of those ones I mean, I come on here and I do these live calls, free coaching, weekday mornings to show you guys just a taste and a sliver, the tip of the iceberg of what the kind of education you're going to get and actual education you're going to get inside of my programs. What is it that's going to help you get out of trying to defend and prove and like that and what's going to help you get past it? Is it accountability? Is it practice? Is it confidence? I heard Pink say something on Kelly Clarkson recently, and she said, you can't buy, no, you can't have my knowledge. You have to go buy your own. Oh, and now that one stung a little bit. It's like we get inspired. We hear other people's stories and we want to just like through osmosis be able to do the same thing. And I want to tell you guys that you have to do it yourself and you have to practice. And the only way to get better is to practice and fail and suck at things first. Are you with me? You guys are a quiet group this much. Maybe I'm making this pretty deep this morning. But I really want you to walk away today thinking, how do I get out of defensive mode? Because if you're always trying to think, how do I deal with the next client pushback? And I get it. There, it's never ending. And I wish I had a better answer for you. I wish I could say, here is the magic answer. And if someone's selling you that magic answer, I wanna, I'm on a mission to make you help our industry become really wise consumers. Because as the internet grows, there's more and more slimy, shady, markety, and like not markety in a good way, but markety, slimy, shady tactics out there that promise you the world, that promise you results. And here's the thing is no one can do the work for you but yourself. And so I want you to ask yourself, like, why am I so anxious about client reactions all the time? Has it because 
I've equated their reaction to my self-worth, their reaction to my success. How can I separate these things and how can I move forward? Because what you need is you need more confidence in yourself and you need more self-worth. But developing that doesn't just happen overnight and it doesn't happen alone. I'll tell you that much. It doesn't happen alone. We're not meant, we're pack animals by nature. We're not meant to do things alone. Getting my makeup on, admiring your eyebrows. Thanks, Renee. I did my eyebrows this morning and I got some new tinted moisturizer. I also put a fake tan on because I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. So I'm feeling all sorts of fresh today. But I want you guys to start thinking about the fact that, okay, if I'm anxious, if I'm ADHD, if I think I may be neurodivergent, these are great things to understand ourselves, but not to limit yourself by. I see too many people, I think labels can be really harmful and labels can be really informative as well. But I don't want you to use the labels that you put on yourself as a way to avoid. If I can grow my business behind the chair to multi-six figures, each and every single one of you can too. Whether you're a hairstylist, a beauty professional, a one-to-one service provider, whatever you are, I absolutely believe without a shadow of a doubt that each and every single one of you can earn six figures without the hustle if you can do it stress-free. And one, it starts with stop living in fear and stop living in defensive and proving to everyone that you're worth it. Just show yourself and prove it. Just prove it to them by showing them rather than speaking it. Rather than getting frustrated, that frustration you feel that clients don't respect your time, that frustration you feel that clients don't see you as a professional, let that fuel you and push you forward, fuel you and push you forward into showing them and proving them wrong rather than being like, I can't believe. And listen, I spent way too many years in that mode. Being frustrated and feeling like it's not fair does not prove them wrong. It just proves them right. Being frustrated and feeling like a victim only proves every person who said you can't do it right. Don't let them be right because they're not. Don't listen to them. Easier said than done. Surround yourself with people that believe in you. Start to take wild responsibility over yourself and your situation. And here's the thing. Some of us are in shitty places right now. It's true. And it sucks. And maybe right now isn't your season to bloom. Maybe this is a season to plant. And that's okay. Recognize that a flower does not bloom all year long. You should not be in bloom all year long either. I've just come out of 18 months of like a deep, dark winter, it felt like. If you guys have been around long enough, you know that my lung collapsed, COVID, all sorts of stuff has happened in the last 18 months and it sucked. But I knew spring was coming. So wherever you are, take wild responsibility over yourself, your future. I know it can feel like there's no end in sight. I know it can feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Trust that there is. Know that where you are isn't where you will be. Don't let this be the end of your story. Keep pushing forward. This might be my season to plant. Dawn, snap, snap. (laughs) I love it. But I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, believe that we all can earn six figures. And when it it starts with us showing up like the professionals, stop waiting for people to respect you and start respecting yourself. No one can respect you and your business if you don't respect it first. No one can respect your business if you don't respect it first. Stop being upset that people don't respect you, that people take advantage of you, that they don't respect their boundaries when you've never educated them or taught them how to respect your business. And it's a hard truth and it's a little bit of tough love with Dawn. You guys know that I say this with so much love and compassion. 
And so planting, yeah, it's my planting season. It's the filter, Cheyenne. I'm glowing. I know I put on a fake tan and it's the filter too. And it's my new tinted moisturizer. Um, but if it's your season to plant or if it's your season to bloom, ask yourself, what kind of seed am I planting? What kind of seed am I planting right now in my season? Because that will be the seed that blooms and be prepared for it. Are you planting seeds of growth, of connection, of community, of success, of abundance, of relaxation, of rest, of trust? Or are you planting seeds of hustle and fear and stress and anxiety? Because what you, the world responds to you. Was the phrase that I posted the other day? I was going to go look for my phone and then I realized my phone's right here. The world isn't happening to you. It's responding to you. What kind of seed are you going to plant? Because you will harvest that seed. And I got to tell you that I have planted seeds of hustle, of stress, of anxiety, of fear, of I'm only worth it if I work this hard. So I better do all this. And then that's the harvest that I reap. What kind of seeds are you planting? Oh, shit, says Jimmy, curly stylist. Definitely planting season over here. So if it's your planting season right now, ask yourself, what kind of people am I surrounding myself as I plant? What kind of people and things and podcasts and lives am I listening to? What kind of seed do I want to sow? I'm not a farmer. I don't know how all these terms. What kind of harvest do I want to have? Do I want to be earning six figures, but be stressed out, anxious, pushing myself to the limit? Is that the kind of thing you want to create? Or do you want to create stress-free? anxiety-free, calm, focused, confident, abundant, successful. Be really, really, really cautious of what you're putting into this season of growth. And if you guys have gotten something out of this, just put a five in the chat. Put a five in the chat if something in this live has resounded with you today. I'm curious if you're with me and if you're tracking and if this has given you a bit of an aha. Because a lot of times in our season of planting, we kind of just go, okay, whatever, I guess this is just what this is. You reap what you sow. Know that what you put in here, look at all these fives. Okay, you guys are here. Look at all these RY beers in here. I love it. You will reap what you sow. What are you planting right now? Who are you planting with? Who are you letting influence you right now are you letting the people the people you're surrounding yourself people of fear of scarcity saying that like oh must be nice to make that kind of money or i don't know you i don't know if you should raise your prices that much i'll tell you this i've had students inside of rock your business that have lived in a small town with very few other very small town lots of small town hairstylists i don't know if i could do that raise their prices over 80 dollars and thrive I've had people in small towns completely change their, stop double booking, stop having an assistant, stop working 12-hour days, and have been wildly successful taking home six figures after taxes. So if people in small towns with the whole small town competitive cattiness can do this and do things differently, you can too. Whatever it is, and I'm curious if you guys are willing to get vulnerable with me this morning, and you don't have to. But if you're willing to, because I really believe this exercise will have a lot of, of help, what is that one thing that you keep saying is in your way from success? What's the one thing? Hi, Jill. What is the one thing 
that you keep using as your excuse as to why you can't, shouldn't, wouldn't, would never, could never, won't ever? What's the first thing that comes to mind? I always think I'm not focused enough. I'm not responsible enough. Those are the two things that replay on repeat, unwelcome, that I need to work on and getting out of. I don't think I'm responsible enough because when I was in grade 11, I had people I babysat for that told me they got another babysitter because she was just more responsible than me. And I've let that become a narrative and I need to get that out of my head. If I had a supportive partner, yeah, I'm what's in my way. So somebody over on Facebook, we all have, and I want you guys to know there's nothing embarrassing or shameful about this. We all have something in our head that we repeat. We let repeat over and over and over again. I don't have a plan. Well, RYB is a really great plan if you don't have it already. Let's chat in the DMs. If I could just stay focused, says Sarah. I believe I'm not good enough to do this, says Burgundy. Yeah. Let's see what else. I'm screenshotting these because I love them so much. If I had someone to watch my kids, I could go and do XYZ to get my customers. And if I had a supportive partner, then he would watch the kids. Small town mindset is my hardest narrative to get around. I'm not good enough to charge more yet. Ooh, snap. And I want you guys to know, like, these are things that I'm inexperienced. I get too distracted. Okay, one, ADHD, diagnosed with ADHD last year, you guys, like my life all of a sudden makes sense. If I can get here, and before I was even diagnosed, I was able to earn over $200,000 a year behind the chair. If I can do it, you can do it. And I did it with the hustle, and I ended up in the hospital, and I almost died. I don't want you guys to do it that way. I'm not old enough. Like maybe if I was older, people would question, wouldn't question me or doubt me. Oh, Cheyenne, I feel you. Okay, so funny story that you say that one, Cheyenne, because I'm always like, well, when I'm grown up, I am turning 40 this year. And I'm still like, well, when I'm grown up, because I still don't feel like I'm old enough to be respected or responsible. And it's something that even if I say that out loud, I just went, oh my gosh, that's it. I don't feel like I'm old enough to be respected or responsible. When will I feel old enough? So that's legit. And that's something that probably won't ever go away. I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. And so one, I want to validate these things for you. I'm what's in my way. My procrastinate planning. Hustle culture has burnt me out. I need to step back, prune things and regrow. Yes. I love this. 20 plus years experience. Confidence is everything. If you believe in yourself, your clients will as well. Abso-freaking-lutely. Do you know how much confidence sells? Confidence sells so much. I'm actually curious, those of you guys that are in RYB, why did you join? Go ahead and just put it in the comments. What was it about me or about the program that you wanted to join? I feel like people only trust people if they say, I've been a hairstylist for 10 years. Yeah, yep, absolutely, absolutely. But here's the thing, how many of you guys have seen stylists or people who have been in your industry over 20 years and you're like that work isn't good we make up these stories in our head of well when i'm this then i will love your lives there's always something new to learn oh thank you i don't even know how to say your handle shrish timishra oh my gosh i'm the worst at this what let me know your name i love that you said that Needed to buy the seeds to grow. I needed, a pl- I needed a plan and support. Yeah, I love that. And so I want you guys to trust yourself that there will always be something that you think is in your way to the next step. You need to get out of your own freaking way. And if you want a plan and you want a step-by-step and you want a supportive community, shoot me a da- DM. Let's talk. 
I want to encourage the young stylists or students on here. Y'all have such great futures ahead. Set boundaries early. Yeah. And it's one thing to know it, right? We don't have a shortage of knowing. But ask yourself, why? what's getting in the way of doing? I related to you and wanted some direction when I joined. It's like Christina. Shristina? Shristina? Am I saying that right? I love it. Younger stylists are so inspiring for experienced stylists. Absolutely. I joined because I never felt understood on this level from the thoughts you think, the situations you've been in. It's crazy. My mindset has already changed so much. I can't see what happens. I can't wait to see what happens next. I love that. Every free class I took made me feel heard and you helped me so much. Your personality. I saw your videos in beauty school and I was like, this girl knows some stuff I want to know. Oh my gosh, Cheyenne, I love that. And Jenny says, I want to join RYB because I wanted to start my career on the right foot and not have to overwork myself to, su to be successful. I love that. Jenny joined in hair school. And then Tracy over here says, I joined RYB for the resources and because you share raw personal experiences that myself was going through. So amazing. Thank you guys for sharing that because that helps build up my confidence so I can show up for you guys. So I want to just thank you guys for coming here. I hope this has helped build some confidence some self-worth and some self-value in you today to show you that you can stop being off the defense and go start playing the game and making scores. If you're always on the defense, if you're always worried about like, how do I protect myself from the next client reaction, then you're never going to get out there and you're never going to get those goals and you're never going to reach like literally and figurative goals. If you're in the game playing defense, you're not making, you're not hitting your goals. You're not scoring goals, which means you're not going to hit that. And, you know, I say six figures to stress-free, sorry, construction, I don't know if you guys can hear it. I say stress, six figures stress-free because that's a really big goal for a lot of people. If you're above that, keep going. Don't let that be the stopping point. But if you want to earn six figures stress-free, please shoot me a DM. Let's chat. I want to help you. I want to help guide you and see if the community that I have and the education that I have is beneficial. Because here's the thing, it's not for everyone. It's definitely not. I'm not the educator for everyone. Y'all, I joined RYB after being in the industry for 20 plus years. And this is the first program that actually motivates me to do better. Oh my gosh, Angie. We love the heck out of you. All right, you guys. Well, this is so amazing. So I have some good news, but also some kind of sad news. Good news is I'm taking a well-deserved break. And I'm headed to Mexico tomorrow for a retreat for myself with the leadership container that I have been in. So I'm going to be away for the next week, but I have a plan. Because these lives go onto the podcast, the Anxious Creative Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'm going to actually go find some of the top lives that I've done when we first, when I first started doing these lives before they were on the podcast. I'm going to go find some of the top ones and I'm going to get them put on the podcast and I'm going to try to get them posted in my stories every day so that you guys have some inspiration and motivation and education and guidance while I'm gone. How does that sound? So I'm going to be gone for the next week, but I'm going to try and pull some past lives. I started doing these lives in 2020 when the pandemic started. It was for me a way to serve my students and to serve our community to help us grow and band together and show the world that we're professionals and help you guys make more money without pushing yourself to the limit or sacrificing yourself. Oh, thank you guys for being proud of me for taking time off. Honestly, I feel like I'm really excited for it because I do need it. I've been putting a lot, to be honest and very vulnerable for a second. I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself and I've been trying to do a lot of things and I need a breather so I can come back more calm, composed and ready because like I said, I'm on a mission. I can't do it alone. And I know I've asked you guys to band with me and, I'm so, and I need to also learn to let go a little bit in my business. And so if that sounds good to you, 
let me know if you guys would like to me to put because I only want to do it put the podcast out if you guys want that so if I put some past ones up and we post them in the stories every day is that beneficial to you guys would you like that just let me know because I don't want to do it if you if you wouldn't find it helpful hi Julie I'm seeing some hearts so maybe that's a yes just put a yes in the chat if you want it or a meh if you don't really care also is a spray tan too dark Yes, says Tina. Definitely want that. Okay, cool. We'll get on that today. Amazing. Sure, whatever is easiest on you. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you so much for letting me be able to show real, raw, honest, and vulnerable today with you guys. You guys make this space a safe space for me to share. And honestly, no word of a lie, my own therapist is like, maybe you created this community because you wanted a safe space. And it's like, absolutely. I created this community. I do these lives with you guys. And I really make sure that it's a safe space where we can show up real, raw, honest, and vulnerable because I need a space where I can show up real, raw, honest, and vulnerable. And I'm so thankful to each and every one of you for letting this be a space for me to feel safe in, because I haven't felt safe in a lot of communities. I haven't felt like I belonged. I felt like a misfit. I felt like an outsider. And I felt like there was some secret that nobody was telling me about success. And I want to bust down those walls and just be completely transparent. And so thank you all. And here's the thing. I do these lives to come share with our community, to come share with our industry, and to help us grow and learn together. If you get something out of these, the biggest way you can say thank you and a great energy exchange and a good accountability for yourself to follow through is go post on your stories, link to this live or link to a past one and share what you learned. Honestly, that'll be the biggest accountability for you and your business. Share what you learned from this live, what your biggest takeaway was and tag me. I would love to be able to reshare it and I would love to celebrate with you guys. If you're listening to this on the podcast, come on over to Instagram at Don Bradley Hair and come share with us over here and come enjoy these lives. You guys are amazing. Uh, thank you guys for saying that I look amazing. Absolutely raw is amazing. Be true to who you are. Yes, absolutely. I love you all. I'm going to miss you this next week, but I can't wait to come back and share with you more. And I got to tell you, we got some really exciting things coming up in April. Rock Your Business is getting a new branding and it's going to be so cool. Got some really other cool things. So Depending on where you're at with notifications, I don't want to overwhelm you, but if, you, if you're up for notifications, whatever you do on Instagram to put the notifications on my page, do that. If you're not already getting emails from me, go check out dombradley.com. Sign up for some of my free education. Get on my email list because I'm going to have some really exciting things happening in April that you do not want to miss. It's going to help you get to that six-figure mark without sacrificing your wealth, your health, or your well-being. I love you all, and free shipping is still happening on my merch store. So if you haven't gone and got your mirror decals or decals, as you say in the States, or have, I just have a few of these hoodies. Last time I'm doing these hoodies. So if you wanted to get a tie dye hoodie, last chance, this is the last round. We only have a few sizes left. Go get in on your tie dye. I'm a big deal. It says it on the, I'm a big deal and I can do hard things hoodie. All right. You guys are amazing. I love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and Business Breakfast Embedded. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on Instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, and get your questions answered directly from me. It's so fun and it's super cash and I'm always in my bedhead, usually in my PJs, and we have the best time. And if you enjoyed this episode, 
let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you got to do to win some awesome prizes and merch. And who knows, I think the, the prizes are going to get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me. And I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month. And I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this. And until the next episode, stay weird, friend.